0: Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us today on Order Up, the podcast from the National Restaurant Association. I'm Carly McBride, Content Communications Manager and your host for this week's episode. As a reminder, make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so you catch all our latest releases right in your feed. Today on the podcast, I'm speaking with Joe Costanzo. Joe is the owner of Revolt Tech, a company that works very closely with our longtime partner, Heartland Payment Systems. Joe joins us today to discuss how restaurants can dive into and learn a lot about your point of sale data, how to use these to increase and generate new sales. Also, Joe will touch on some other great opportunities for restaurants to utilize their data. So, Joe, thanks so much for joining us today. If you could quickly introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about your history in the restaurant industry,
1: yeah, sure. And uh, first, before we get started, thanks for thanks for having me. So, I've really been in the restaurant business my entire life. I started bussing tables and serving tables at fourteen and sixteen. Moved up to North Florida and stayed in the business through college at a really young age. Uh, my wife and I got married when I was about twenty-one, and we started our first uh, order at the counter seafood restaurant, probably about 12, 13 years ago now. And that's kind of what brought me to the technology side of the business is is we were a really new new business. Um, you know, 21 is young enough to try to open a business, let alone, you know, a costly one like a restaurant. And we started out probably like a lot of small businesses even do today, even though it is a lot easier today than back then with uh, without a point of sale. We were just handwriting tickets and putting them into a cash register. So a lot of um, mistakes can be made that way. A lot of money lost that way. So I I, I already had a background from the college side and high school side going to a tech school of networking and and some some different computer things. And the, the tablet industry had just kind of started. I think within that year that we opened, like the first iPad came out and the iPhone was just starting to come out. And there was a few different POS companies that were just starting and that's that's really what I wanted. I want, wanted something that was going to be more technology friendly, um, you know, easier to get into, you know, these systems back then, even today the, some of those same systems are pretty costly to get into, you know, uh, depending on how much how much you do, and especially for a smaller place like we were and how young we were. So I uh, uh, found a cloud based company and we, uh, you know, bought an iPad and bought, got a printer and I started doing the network and we just started using that. It was great, a lot, a lot easier to get into Again, just because of the cost of it and, you know, pretty good for what we needed with feature wise, even, even though the market, a point of sale on a, on a tablet back then was was very new. So, uh, you know, we, we, we really learned the functionality of the POS a lot. We already had a lot of the, the restaurant background and, and my parents growing up being entrepreneurs. We had kind of had all those bases covered. And uh, the company we were then with asked us to come on for a reseller dealer in the, the Southeast area developed a lot of really good relationships with that again continued to grow in the restaurant business owning a couple of different concepts and a, and a couple of different things and each concept bringing the POS as tablets and cloud systems have, have gotten more obviously we've really looked at that data and found a lot of value in that and uh, you know that technology and being able to use that in not only our own business it made it a really easy sell because we were able to go to some of our clients and you know the biggest question that a lot of these clients have is well you know how ha- How does the system work? How do I know when it gets here? It's, it's not going to be good for us. You know, it's, we're spending this money. It's an investment, but you know, I don't want to be one month down the road and we figure it was a mistake. You know, it was really big for us to be able to tell them our background of being in the restaurant business and being able to tell them that we use this point of sale uh, and this technology in our business. So kind of fast forwarding a little bit more, you know, as time went on, we again, both businesses started to grow. We really were growing our brand as a point of sale and technology. You know, the market has really changed too. Um, You know, we we consider ourselves probably, even though we are a point of sale and a technology company, we really kind of consider ourselves more of a consulting company. Even though we don't sell consulting, we go into these businesses because of our background and the people that we hire, we really like to have people that have been in the restaurant side of things and my, you know, extensive background on the restaurant side, we can kind of go in with these customers and we, we talk restaurant, you know, we can, we can walk with them on their site. We can see how they're doing things. And, and not only that, just from our experience, I've learned a lot about the restaurant business being in this business because we're in so many different restaurants, whether it's order at the counter, full service, you know, all the online ordering with the shift that's happened with COVID and with the technology. And we can levy a lot of that information and share it with our customers to say, you know, hey, we might not have this specific feature, but this is how this restaurant is doing it over here or, you know, how a lot of people are doing it. And it it kind of opens the restaurant owner's eyes up a little bit more because they, they can use us to, to be able to see a lot of these other places to see, you know, what they're doing. As I said, both the restaurant side of our business and the, the, the technology with Revolt Tech really drove. Sales have been, you know, up and doing a lot. So we had a really good opportunity in July of last year. We had an offer on, on our, the restaurant side of our business. So I'm newly retired from the restaurant business and fully on the point of sale side of things. So, um, you know, exciting. I I definitely miss that restaurant side of, uh, you know, being in the kitchen and and the, you know, the grinding and the grit of of what that business is. But this has been really nice to be able to share a lot of our experiences and and this technology with the restaurants. And and we've been able to really push forward even more with it without having to have the running of both of the businesses.
0: Wonderful. I will note that you are now with Revoltech, which is a company that works very closely with our partner, Heartland Payment Systems. They're a wonderful partner of ours at the National Restaurant Association. You've touched on this a little bit, but can you give us a big picture description of what Revoltech does?
1: Yeah. So I would definitely say it's we're a technology driven company, but we're really what the restaurant needs. I can't tell you just because, again, touching back on our restaurant background and, and the people that we have, like one of our main techs was a manager and, you know, worked his way up as a manager through our restaurant system a few years ago. So he wanted a little bit of a change and we brought him on that. So I, I think having that has has helped with what we are. And I, I again, we are a technology company. We do point of sale. We do cloud. You know, we do uh, Wi-Fi. We do networks for, you know, restaurants and 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 retail but a lot of that is you know we've developed a lot of friendships with these restaurants because of our background and we get as many restaurant questions as we do point of sale questions and it might not be you know restaurant questions it might not be like how do you do this or what's this recipe but it might be heartland is a very good program from a dealer standpoint the market has shifted over the years so it's gone to where you know 10 years ago you only could buy a point of sales from a, a dealer now a lot of that has shifted, and a lot of the personal touches come out of that. And a lot of it's just you know you order and you pay online. It's shipped in a box. You have to watch a video on on how to set it up with with Heartland, and with us at Revoltech, we we kind of offer that white glove service that I think a lot of restaurants are still really hungry for. And you know kind of on what the podcast is about today, it's about the data and what you can do with that data and how to get that data and how to get more of that data. And are, am I using that data right? Am I using it at all? Am I using it incorrectly? And I think with Heartland's dealer program, you know, the restaurant has somebody to kind of lean on with a lot of that. Even a lot of our dealers that, that might not be from the restaurant background side, like we are, you know, they have been in the POS business a lot and they understand the reporting, the analytics and and the data. So where maybe another point of sale company might come in there and, and sell them a system, you know, again, it, it's, you lose that personal touch, which I think we know the restaurant business is all about, you know, face-to-face experience. A lot of that's changing. But I think we'll always have that face-to-face experience where a lot of other industries have, there is no more face-to-face, you know? So being able to have that deal, like I said, a lot of our customers reach out to us on various different reasons. You know, I'll get a phone call from someone that's not even point-of-sale related, and it's related to the data that might be driven from the point-of-sale, but it's just a really unique opportunity with us as Revolt Tech and with the Heartland dealership that they are still providing us as a dealership, but also the customer, the opportunity to have that dealer-customer relationship in the community.
0: Great. I was actually just going to ask you about the data. So what can restaurants learn about their point-of-sale data and how do they use that to increase sales?
1: I don't know the exact numbers, but I would say most restaurants today have some form of technology. Even if they didn't, they were kind of forced into it with the COVID shutdown. For example, Heartland offered a great deal during the COVID shutdown where even customers that weren't directly Heartland customers, anybody that didn't have online ordering, they were offering free online ordering for that time. A lot of those customers have turned into customers, but they didn't have that data, now they do. There's so many different avenues on where this data is being collected, whether it's email from an online order, you know, a lot of these third parties like Grubhub, sometimes you can get a lot of the data from Grubhub and Uber Eats and some of these, you know, your website, you should be able to be collecting some sort of data from your website. But the biggest is, is from your point of sale. There's so much data coming through that POS, you know, with with our, partners like Heartland, you know, the online ordering is directly integrated with the point of sale. The loyalty is directly integrated with the point of sale that we've got a wait list that's directly integrated to the point of sale. So when you're collecting data and you're not having to ask your customer for that data, you know, it's really big. You know, I can take that customer that's using loyalty and see what they're purchasing, when they're purchasing, why they're purchasing. I can do targeted campaigns if they haven't visited in a while and and send something based on the data of what my point of sale is showing from when they ordered, but also why they haven't ordered. And as a overall look of looking at like product mix and different things like that, it's really surprising how many restaurant owners don't use this data. You know, they're, they're already paying for it as, as part of these programs and there's so many different things you, you can do with it. For example, food costing is a big one. And, uh, with food costs, you know, how many people don't know their food costs, but also even if they do know their food costs, they're not sharing that with their staff. Your staff should know at least what your most profitable items are. Food cost is a big terminology in the restaurant business and food cost is great, but I like to look more at the food profit of an item. You know, for example, I may have a burger that is $10 on my menu and My food cost is maybe, let's just say it's magically only 20%. You know, that's great. And everybody's so focused on keeping that food cost low because that's how, you know, we're told we make more money. But, you know, what if I've got an item that's that's 50% food cost, but it's $20, you know, on a 20% food cost on a $10 item compared to a 50% food cost on a $20 item. I'm making more money, even though my food cost is 50% higher. So being able to take that data and seeing what items are my most profitable items, not just the best on, on my food cost. I think you can find a, a good balance there, but really finding what that profitable item is and how can I sell more of that? If you're a full service restaurant, make sure your staff knows what that, that $20 item, you know, A, they're going to be tipped on it more if they can make that sell. Obviously, you know, maybe someone's just in the market to come in there and just buy a $10 burger. But, you know, if you can upsell them to that item that you're making more profit on, They're going to get a higher tip, but also your margins, you know, and what you're actually physically making on that item from a dollar standpoint profit, not just the food cost item, you know, is a lot better. Also, as it relates to technology, how can this be developed into your marketing campaign or also into, you know, let's say you're a a QSR order at the counter, you know, type place, you know, on your menu boards that are changing now, are you featuring your most profitable items? It even goes into basic menu design. You know, a lot of places just, put their prices on a menu and and everything looks the same there's a whole school (laughs) built on just literally just menu design and a lot of that info can be pulled from this data that you have you know whether it's you know Should this font be a certain color? You know, us as human beings and as consumers, our eyes are drawn to certain things. So, you know, this really profitable item, do I want to put a star next to it, make it a house item? Do I want to put a box around it? Do I want to make sure? So when I know as a restaurant patron coming in, my eyes are kind of drawn to that item. And just by doing that, again, based on pulling the data from what your POS is, I'm selling more of that profitable item.
0: Yeah, it really makes you think about the thought and the science that goes into designing a restaurant menu, a menu board, that type of thing. But you've talked about some of the opportunities that come with this data. So what are some other surprising data-based opportunities that restaurants can tap into? I think it
1: kind of rolls into maybe marketing a little bit
0: more. You know, you might be marketing,
1: you might not be marketing, which we all should. I mean, it's it's so cheap now with social media and, and a lot of this, you know, content on how you can market. It's if I am, am I even doing it correctly? And what I mean by that is, you know, I don't want to drive sales in again, back to those food costing items. I don't want to drive sales into something that maybe isn't selling that well in the restaurant. You know, a lot of restaurant are like, oh, this isn't selling well. I'm just going to put it up on, you know, one of my social media platforms just because I need to get rid of it or I want to sell it. Well, A, if you're paying for that marketing, your data is already telling you if you look that that item might not be item that's selling in your restaurant. So why would you want to bring people in for something that isn't selling well? And you don't know why it's selling well unless you're really looking at that data, you know? And that also goes into you know, customer feedback is is a really big part of this too. You know, not only do I have the data to see what am I selling, when am I selling it, my food cost percentages, I also have the data of the physical customer management items. You know, I'm collecting it from that wait list. I'm connecting it from my integrated online ordering. I'm connecting it with my loyalty. How can I take that and either send a customer survey out You know, hey, did you like this item? I noticed you've ordered it quite a bit, or I see you ordered this. You know, when you first come in and we we launched a new menu, but you haven't ordered it over the last six months. You know, we'll offer you a free dessert if you fill out our survey. So I think there's a lot of different ways doing that. Not only that, kind of back to the staffing issue. You know, there's two other things you can do based on staffing. You know, a I can look at that data and I can you know see when I need more people, when I need you know less people for for saving on on my labor. It's amazing how many people, you know, before we have kind of a a discussion with that, that they just have a block schedule and they're just copying and pasting that block schedule. They're not doing it based on year over year sales. They're not doing it based on, they might add one or two more people or over the weekend or a few people less during the week, but there's no, they're not using that data to actually do that where they're, they're losing a lot of money on that because, you know, there's certain times that you don't need as many people and you should be able to, you know, really take that data. Um, second point on that, when it comes to staff is you really can find who your best performers are. You know, I can have four staff members on and they rotate their different sections in the restaurant, but why does this one particular server, why are they, you know, are they following what I've taught them on that, you know, profit on those items? Are they pushing those items? Are they, how are they increasing that? And, you know, A, I can look at the data, but then when I, you know, I can go to that person and say, Hey, what are you doing differently that, that everybody's doing it? And then I can take those practices and either have them do a training, train new staff, or also, you know, Hey, let's use some of those ideas to put into the staff that we have now to really help try to, you know, increase those sales and in, in how they're doing as well. So I, I think there's, there's a lot of different ways on how you can look at this data.
0: So you've talked about a bunch of opportunities with data. So what would you think is the biggest opportunity for restaurants as a whole right now with this POS data? I would say
1: using it is number one. I mean, again, so many people either, you know, they, they say they're too busy or they get too busy. And and I get it. I mean, I, you know, especially now with today's labor shortage and, and you know, a lot of this stuff can be automated. A lot of this stuff you know, a lot of your food vendors will integrate with different ways and different integrations into this data. So it's not like it's a, it's a big time to do it. It might take a little bit of time to get started or to like anything else, but I think just finding a way to use the data to increase sales. I mean, there are so many studies and I'm sure the NRA has dozens, if not even more on, you know, customers that use their data and the percentage of increased sales and, you know, helping on that labor it's a game changer, especially today, you know, there's so much competition and and with the, you know, the pandemic and less people going out in certain areas. And there's so many different ways to, to use that data and, you know, to continue to use it because, you know, with like restaurant business and like technology, this stuff changes so fast, you know, one item could be your, you know, I mean, again, just going back to the pandemic, I mean, you know, we were focusing on certain integrations from a technology standpoint or from a Heartland standpoint, and within a few weeks, it changed. We were focusing more on customer facing stuff and online ordering and uh, you know, kiosk, you know, less less touch, you know, type things. So so not just using that data in the same way, making sure that that you can change it. But again, I would just say using that data and and for the ones that are using that data, pushing that data to do even more.
0: Wonderful. So I know with all things in life, change is hard and implementing something new is always a little tricky when you're first getting started. So what can restaurants do to get started with obtaining this data
1: you know i think there's two things you know if you're not scared to dive in and really start looking at the numbers there's so much that this reporting can do another thing is reach out to your hopefully you're you're dealing with a a point of sale company that is local into community you know knows enough about either the data or the you know, restaurant business itself and, and reach out to those individuals. You know, I, I love having those kind of conversations with customers, you know, that, that our business is not just, Oh my God, I need you to go over here and fix this right now. You know, that I can have a conversation kind of like we're having a conversation that I can have that with a customer and I'm, I'm their technology rep, you know, that they can get that and I'm not just the 1 800 number, you know, that they're calling. So I would definitely, again, if you're not scared, if you're not doing it already, dive into that data that your POS is already providing, but again, Hopefully you've got a local dealer. And if not, you know, look at some of us that are local in the community. You know, we're spending money with you. We know the community. We know our area. We're going through a lot of the same stuff that you are. So we can, you know, help you dissect, if you will, that data and how it can help you in more detail.
0: Joe, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you. We greatly appreciate it. This episode was brought to you by our partners, Heartland Payment Systems. Thanks so much for listening to Order Up, the podcast from the National Restaurant Association. Follow us on your favorite podcast player and find out more at restaurant.org slash podcasts. Episode produced by Dante32.